0: Just me, which is going to be Kira, for those of you who may be new to the pod. Um, So I'm the host of Branding Beauty. Normally I have our co-host Sarah with me, but... We have been a little bit busy uh, the past couple of weeks, so Sarah and I haven't actually had a chance to record together. So I'm going to take the solo episode today and we're going to be talking all about the changing face of male beauty, looking at some of the rising trends, why male beauty is kind of everywhere all of a sudden. So we're going to be diving into that. And last week we had a great episode from Sarah and also Jen who is part of our team and it's looking at the B Corp side of a beauty brand so really diving into why a brand might want to be a B Corp the steps that you might need to take what credentials it actually gives you how you're assessed and also just some really great examples of brands that have got their certification and what it's done for them as well so if you missed that one I highly recommend that you go back and give it a listen It is crazy to think that we're already on episode 10 of the season and as you will maybe know, you might not know, but earlier on in the season, Sarah and I did kind of talk about what was going to be for this season for Branding Beauty and we are going to limit it at 12 episodes. So we've got two more coming out after this and two really, really great ones. Uh, Some of the guests that we had lined up for the season We have just entered into a really busy time and so have our guests so we haven't actually managed to record with everybody that we wanted to but we've kind of changed strategy a little bit and we have kind of gone in hard with lining up people for season two and some of those guests that we've had pencilled in for season one. We're still having them, but it's actually just going to be pushed back to season two. So you'll still get all of those amazing interviews that we've got lined up. But that means that Sarah and I have rejigged our podcast calendar ever so slightly, but that means that you're going to get some really great um, episodes still to come this season, but really deep diving into another marketing case study, which we've already got our Elf Beauty One Live. That was episode seven. One of my personal favorites. I love looking at case studies. Especially as somebody who worked in house for a brand for a really long time. I just love the thought process that goes into launching a certain product or a certain segment of a brand and what they do across their platforms to make the marketing campaign work. So that's exactly what we did with Elf. And we have another one coming up this season for another brand. If you've been listening to all the episodes, you may already know who that brand is. So that could be a good one. We've also been looking at how to get more views on TikTok. That channel is just absolutely everywhere. It's something all of our clients are asking us about. So we've got our episode six, how to get more views on TikTok. We've also got the beauty brands that are just trending continuously on TikTok as well. That was episode five. We spoke about collaborations and how celebrities sometimes become the faces of some of the well-known brands. And in particular, we We're looking at Kylie Jenner and L'Oreal and that's a really great episode. We spoke about the rise of wedding branding, we looked at the Barbie movie marketing and of course we have also been looking at the rise of user generated content as well. So season one has been offering quite a lot and we still have so much to talk about and today's episode is very much looking at one of those topics that is trending more and more, looking at the face of male beauty. So I'm really excited to dive into this because it to me it's a fascinating topic and over the past few years we have witnessed that transformational shift in the beauty industry more men are embracing skincare embracing grooming and self-care routines than than ever before and what's driving this change is really what we're going to be looking at today and also looking ahead for 2024 male beauty and the landscape and what's what do we predict is going to trend for the category. So to kick things off, let's take a look at why there's been a remarkable shift in the perception of male beauty. So traditional gender norms have been evolving for a number of years now, and men are challenging stereotypes by taking pride in their appearance. Another significant change is that we're seeing is the acceptance of makeup for men as well. Brands like Chanel and Tom Ford have also launched makeup lines designed specifically for men, challenging the idea that makeup is only for women. Of course, this is incredible for the beauty industry okay well, let's look at these things so first of all the influence of celebrity so celebrities like keanu reeves and chris hemsworth on the normalization of male grooming extends far beyond just their public endorsements for skincare routines these are influential figures that have shattered stereotypes by not only openly discussing their personal self-care practices but also by showcasing a different face of masculinity one that values self-confidence self expression and self-care as its integral parts of being a modern man and the lifestyle alongside that their actions have resonated with their vast Fan bases illustrating that grooming is not only about conforming to beauty ideals, but about embracing one's individuality and taking pride in your appearance. And the knock on effect of that is that it's inspired countless men to embark on their own grooming journeys, which has fostered this culture where self care is celebrated and we all just of course, love that. Beauty is seen as a means of self-expression rather than a rigid societal standard, which is definitely new for the industry. And this shift in perspective is helping redefine what it means to be a confident and well-groomed man in today's world. Another big celebrity that I think we can't really step away from when we're talking about celebrity influence and the face of male beauty and I think that would be Harry Styles he's also launched his nail brand pleasing which launched about a year ago and continues to just grow and grow and grow and of course he's one of the most popular celebrities out there but it just kind of goes to show that this celebrity influence is definitely very present there And then we're looking at inclusivity. So the push for inclusivity in the beauty industry represents a pivotal moment in its evolution. Brands like Fenty Beauty by Rihanna and also Glossier, which we have spoken about a lot this season. But they have set a powerful precedent by not only acknowledging the diversity in their customer base, but actively striving to cater to it as well. These are brands that we speak about time and time again of like how they use user-generated content, looking at their marketing campaigns, they're at the forefront of where all of these bigger changes are happening. So no surprise that they're also at the forefront here too. And their commitment goes beyond marketing strategies in this particular area. It reflects a genuine desire to create products that empower and validate people of all gender identities and expressions. This shift towards inclusivity is breaking down the traditional barriers and the stereotypes that have been constrained to the industry for so long and it's sending a clear message that beauty is a personal journey and everyone deserves the opportunity to find products that resonate with their unique needs and also their preferences. As more brands are embracing this ethos of inclusivity we can also anticipate that a beauty landscape where self-expression and individuality are celebrated making beauty a more authentic and accessible experience for all which is something that I think everybody will be welcoming. So naturally here we move on to body positivity for men. Uh, the emergence of body, body positivity for men is a remarkable step towards dismantling harmful societal expectations around masculinity and physical appearance. As women, we've had it for years, so it's also great to see that this is spreading across into male beauty as well. While this movement initially gained momentum among women, it has evolved to encompass all genders, creating a more inclusive and empathetic environment for individuals of every background influential figures like Zach Michael and Kelvin Davis have also made significant contributions by challenging the narrow definition of what male attractiveness is. They use their platforms to advocate for self-acceptance, encouraging men to love and celebrate their bodies regardless of size and shape and by doing so they not only redefine what it means to be a confident man but also inspire a sense of camaraderie among men who may have previously felt isolated by uncomfortable realistic body standards standards. and this shift towards body positivity encourages open conversations about self-worth and it fosters self-compassion and ultimately promotes healthier and more authentic relationships with your body which is a positive and empowering change in today's society. So also evolving in the landscape is facial hairstyles, which have also been representing the departure from those rigid conventions that once dominated men, men's grooming uh, choices. And what we're seeing now is a whole variety. So while clean shaven looks has that timeless appeal, contemporary attitudes towards facial hair have grown more accepting and appreciative of their diver- diversity the popularity of products such as beard oils and grooming products is not just a testament to the change but also an indicator of how men can actively be engaging within their grooming routines and explore a range of facial hair options that they may not have considered before and what we're looking at is from neatly trimmed stubble to full beards of varying lengths men have now got the freedom to experiment and personalize their facial hair choices reflecting their unique personalities and also their preferences and this newfound acceptance of facial hair and also the diversity with it celebrates individuality and that is what I personally love a lot about the beauty industry is that it really is a space for you to be reflective of what you want to show within your own personality as well. So, then we look at skincare as self care. It's something as us women have been doing for a long time. But the transformation of skincare into a form of self care and the means how it enhances mental wellness, for example, it signifies another shift in how men are approaching it into their daily routines. Beyond the physical benefits, skincare has become more of a holistic practice that nourishes not only the skin, but also the mind and the soul. This evolution that we're seeing in the male landscape um, acknowledges that self-care is is not really gender specific and it's more of a universal need. So men have increasingly been recognizing that taking time to cleanse, moisturize and pamper their skin isn't merely about vanity, but it's more of an act of self-compassion and relaxation. The ritual of skincare provides a valuable opportunity for men to disconnect from the pressures of daily life, offering a moment of mindfulness and self-reflection. And by prioritizing self-care through skincare, men have been actively engaging in practices that promote well-being, reduce stress and foster a healthy Healthier relationship with themselves, reinforcing the idea that caring for one's appearance can be a meaningful component of holistic wellness for individuals of any gender. And I think, even at that point, holistic wellness could be a whole topic in itself because not only is it growing in popularity, but we can see such positive impacts on this idea of self care and really caring for yourself in a holistic way. So maybe that's something for season 2 that we could look at but i i for one am a big fan So the next shift that we're going to talk about within the beauty and the male beauty landscape is one that I have been looking at for a few years. Some of you who have followed this podcast for a while, have followed me for a while, may know that my background is actually in hair care. I worked for a hair care brand for seven years as the digital marketing manager and one of the Big areas we were b2b but we were looking at salons and gender inclusive salons gender inclusive products was something that when it kind of first launched a few years ago it made so much sense right so it would it would naturally then go into gender inclusive salons, which I don't think is a new concept for anybody, but it really looks at pricing. And I think as well, this benefits the salon, it benefits the person paying. It's just across the board really great. But the emergence of gender inclusive salons and barbershops is actually representing a significant stride in towards creating a more inclusive and empathetic beauty industry. So, these spaces are not merely just a response to changing consus- consumer needs, but they embody a broader societal shift towards recognizing and respecting diverse gender identities by providing a welcoming environment for everyone regardless of their gender identity. These establishments send a powerful message of acceptance and also inclusivity and that's one of the things that I love about the hair industry so much is there is so much inclusivity. So these gender inclusive salons, they're challenging that traditional binary norms that have long dominated the beauty and grooming industry. And it's acknowledging that beauty and self-expressions are personal journeys that just go beyond the constraints of gender. And this adaptation of the industry not only fosters a sense of belonging for clients, but also serves as an example of how businesses can play a pivotal role in promoting diversity, equity, inclusivity, setting a a positive precedent for, for other industries to follow. And I think that's one thing that the beauty industry has done incredibly well. It's a testament to the industry's capacity to evolve and adapt and to meet the evolving needs of the customers by also championing the values and respect of the people that work in there as well like where the female side of the beauty industry was sitting a few years ago and looking at the influence of beauty blogs and, and I suppose influencers as well, the emergence of male beauty influencers and bloggers has really brought in a new era of beauty expertise here. It's breaking down the barriers that once separated men from the beauty industry as well. And like all great influencers, they're harnessing the power of their social media platforms to create a community where men can openly and confidently explore their own unique beauty journeys by sharing their personal experiences, skincare routines and also makeup tips. They've not only normalized men's engagement with beauty, but also providing a valuable guidance and support for those navigating this previously uncharted territory and by doing so these influences have shattered preconceived notions about masculinity and beauty in itself and it's emphasizing that grooming and self-expression again are for everybody and it's not just for females which is what we used to think in back in the day their transparency and the authenticity inspire a sense of camaraderie among their followers as well which is empowering men to embrace their individuality and develop a positive relationship with self-care and like all of these other points as well but it's creating that more inclusive and accepting beauty landscape and I genuinely think that once something becomes more accepting it can grow in such a positive way which is why we're seeing this rise in in male beauty and the changing face of what it currently is so with the impact of social and the platforms it's it's really brought together um, this reshaping of the landscape and it's fostering that global community for people who do want to celebrate self 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 expression could not say that word um and also i think like you see a lot of this particularly on like tiktok and instagram there's the hashtag men in makeup movement and also the hashtag body positivity movement on particular Instagram, TikTok and YouTube, which have been created as a space where men can confidently showcase their diverse beauty routines and challenging again, those societal norms. So these movements have allowed men to break from traditional stereotypes and explore their unique styles. It's also allowing them to experiment with makeup, embracing like grooming routines. And I think this is where if we think back to where females learn to do like makeup and when we would learn to basically all of these beauty hacks and things that we've got um we're we're introducing that now to a male audience so it's new, it's exciting. And again, it's just something that is moving the industry forward in a more positive way. So when people give out about social media and say sometimes that it's just such a negative place, I do always kind of revert back to these things of like how it's it really can help people who maybe want to build up that community, want to have a connection with people and and find people that have the same interests of you as well. So here's another example of how social media is paying such a positive impact in an industry. So from here we're going to actually take a little look at next year and what male beauty trends we think are going to be around for 2024. So these trends are not just about looking good but it's also about feeling good and taking care of yourself as well. So we spoke about the authenticity and also being yourself but you know, we're really kind of diving into that holistic wellness with this as well. So looking at the first trend, and it's actually looking at sustainable beauty. So the trend towards sustainable beauty in the male grooming industry represents a broader awakening to the environmental and ethical implications of personal care products. So as we step into 2024 we're witnessing a profound shift in the way that men approach their grooming routines. So beyond just looking at aesthetics the grooming awareness of the ecological footprint left behind by the beauty industry and again this is going to kind of across the board this trend but It will be something that definitely is prevalent again within the kind of changing face of male beauty. Men are becoming increasingly conscientious consumers actively seeking out products that align with their values of environmental responsibility. This trend encompasses various aspects. So from the choice of eco-friendly packaging materials to sourcing of sustainable ingredients, we're seeing that men are no longer content with products that merely promise superficial improvements. They want grooming solutions that are also in harmony with the planet as well. This demand for sustainability is not just a passing trend and it's also reflecting a deep deepening commitment to reducing waste conserving resources and making choices that are actually contributing positively to our ecosystem sustainable beauty for men is just not about looking good which we've said it's also about feeling good and the impact that you're having on the world and making that I suppose a pivotal trend that will undoubtedly shape the industry for years to come and like we said it's we're also seeing that with um I suppose beauty across the across the board it's not just male beauty you guys know if you listen to our podcast the Social care agency is big on sustainability we work with a lot of sustainable brands so this is definitely getting two thumbs up from us And from here, then we're going to be looking at customized skincare. So the trend toward customized skincare reflects a growing understanding among men that their skin, like their individuality, is unique and it deserves tailored attention. So in 2024, we're going to be witnessing a significant shift from the outdated notion of one size fits all all for men's skincare. And men are increasingly seeking personalization and looking at the solutions that allows them to address their specific skin types, concerns, goals. And I love that. I mean, I just think personalization in general is something that every brand should strive to do in at least some capacity. But this trend is fueled by advancements in technology and that greater availability of data-driven skincare solutions. So men now have access to skincare brands and services that offer personalized consultations, skin analysis and product recommendations based on their individual skin profiles. So whether it's managing specific skin conditions, addressing signs of aging or simply maintaining healthy skin, like a customized skincare empowers everyone really, but to take control of their grooming routines in a way that's both effective and also satisfying. Like knowing that something is really working for you and your skin. I just don't think there's a better feeling. And I suppose by embracing this customized skincare, men are not only achieving better results but they're also redefining the notion of skincare again we kind of keep coming back to that redefining of self-care and it's not about buying just the products on the shelf but it's about investing in a routine that nurtures that and also boosts your confidence and I think that anything that gives you confidence is always a positive. So We're moving into like our final trend prediction for 2024. And like our gender neutral salons, we're going to be predicting gender neutral fragrances. So the rising popularity of gender neutral, gender neutral. Why can't I speak today? This is... Not good. Gender-neutral fragrances in 2024. It signifies a profound transformation in how men perceive and express their personal scent preferences. So, you guys know that we at the agency work with a few fragrance brands, and we have been talking about this with our clients for a few years now. And I think that this next year, I was going to say this year, next year is the year that we kind of see that go on a bit more of a mass global level. So gone are the days when fragrance choices were constrained by rigid gender stereotypes. Today we're going to see men unapologetically embracing a more diverse and inclusive spectrum of scents that cater to their individual tastes and moods. I think we already see this on the the feminine or the female side of uh, consumers, but you know they wear like those musks and those kind of male or what traditionally was male heavy scents but i think there will be in this trend a liberation of that kind of masculine feminine fragrance categories as i think men will start to explore the rich and multifaceted worlds of what fragrance offers gender neutral fragrances not only blur the lines between traditional scent categories but they also challenge the idea that your choice of fragrance should be um, dictated by whether you are a male or a female. So this allows men in many capacities to celebrate their unique personalities and express their identity through scent um, as well which is which is so exciting and I suppose brands are responding to this trend by creating fragrances that are more versatile and appealing to a wider audience and by by doing so and creating a more diverse range of scent profiles we're looking at like from earthy to woody to floral to fruity they're they're really empowering individuals to choose fragrances that resonate with their emotions and also their personal style this is a movement towards gender neutral fragrance is a testament to the growing importance of self-expression and I mean we've said it so many times but also individuality and ultimately it's contributing to a more inclusive and a more open-minded perspective and I think that is also really lovely and I think that's the biggest takeaway from the changing face of beauty is that it kind of just goes beyond the beauty industry It, it really is opening up wider conversations um as a whole and we always welcome that here and I really hope that you have found I suppose what we've spoken through today useful if you are a brand that is maybe primarily focusing on women or you've been targeting females maybe this episode has changed your perspective on what male beauty can do and Yeah, I think there's just so much opportunity and even if it's a case of your products have been designed for females or whatever, you can potentially just switch it up, you know, bring more male faces into your marketing, see how how it goes for you. But in a nutshell, that is what we have been speaking about today. Um, As always, if you like the episode, please rate, review, subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with somebody that you think might find it useful. It really helps us grow the podcast. And we definitely want to just invest everything uh, back into the podcast as well. So yeah, we've got big plans for season two. So any way that you can help grow Um, or get the name out there. um, The team and I are very grateful for. So thank you for listening. Um, The show notes are always available on our website. So we'll leave a little link in the description of this episode. But basically everything that we spoke through today and more detail can be found on our website. And thank you as always for listening.